This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi. Hello. How y'all oh God, doing? Why did I say that? That's so funny. Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you, Lou? I'm great. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Ready ready to wind down soon. Bit tense. Would love a massage. Oh, my God. I would love a massage. My neck has been so kinked. I've been self-massaging. Mm, it same. actually has been helping because it's that sore. But I would love – I need to go get a nice full body rub down. <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, I love I love going <laughs> our little shitty massage parlors together. Yeah. They're always the best. I do actually need like a proper adjustment, like osteopath vibes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just whining about my neck being sore, Bit of a but crack. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, we've got a really, really nice episode today. I yeah. asked you guys on the well, we asked you guys on the Common Chaos. Insta what you wanted to hear us chat about. And a lovely lady sent in saying, what would you tell your 19-year-old self? So we've decided to construct a whole episode around this topic. This could be like to your, just to your younger self. Yeah. Your 17, 16, 15-year-old, self-critical, little teenage angst face. Hormonal, oh. dramatic rat bag. Rat bag. <laughs> Absolute rat bag. You're like, the world's ending. The world is ending. Yeah. I mean, this is a this is an episode that I would love to have been able to listen to when I was 19, you know? I'm, I, honestly, any advice I'm telling my younger self, I'm telling myself now. Yeah. So. It's still valid. It's still valid. Age, 10 can, years later for me. If someone 40 years old could be listening to this. You could take something from yeah. this. Just beautiful life advice. Yeah. That yeah. we would give ourselves. Well, before um, we get into it, do you want to say the, the mantra... The yeah, mantra of the, the week. week. So this is not a repeat after me. This is just a nice little mantra that I found that I really, really love that I wanted to share. And this is overthinking is the biggest waste of human energy. Trust yourself, make a decision and gain more experience. There is no such thing as perfection. Just take action. I love that. I think us as humans in general, we can just get into a habit of overthinking and procrastinating instead of just taking action and we give so much energy to a thought mm. instead of just don't waste days and days wondering if you do, should do something. Mm. Try it. If it doesn't work, then great. There's a lesson. Move on to the next thing and that will lead you to where you're meant to be. I think the issue with, I mean, this day and age and also when I was growing up is seeking perfection. It's just a mm. human thing that this pressure, especially more so now with social media, like seeking perfection in absolutely everything 
I think it will possibly kill me one day if I don't master it now and like get a li- little bit more strict on myself as well and being like, there literally is no such thing as being perfect. Every action you do does not need to be perfect. And you actually gain the most amount of life experience and knowledge. And like you become a well-rounded human when you fail and you make mistakes and you have imperfections. And like, there's nothing cool about being perfect. Like people who are a bit gritty and rough around the edges, they're the greatest people anyways. Also, it's better to make your mistakes when you're younger. So yeah. then when you get to, you know, your late 20s, 30s or whatever, you've gained that knowledge and experience so that you can make better decisions and you can live your life hmm. better. Or when the mistakes come up, which they do, and when Always. the hardships come up, you know how to handle them better and more effectively and you can move on and you don't fall into a ditch and stay there. You you crawl Pick back up, up and have a shower and you <laughs> get, get clean and put your perfume on, on your deodorant tea. on and you just get on with it. That's how it's done, girls. Anyways. Anyways <laughs> um, what were you like when you were 17? What was your what was your like hardest teenage phase? Oh gosh, let me think back. To be honest, I loved all of my teenage years. Like oh, I feel you know? <laughs> No, I did. Enigma. She was an enigma. <laughs> I just to, to be honest, back then, this this is going back, you know, nine plus years. Social media didn't exist, really. Mm. It was very new, but like no one really had it. So that already was a great thing growing up because we yeah, didn't your have- era, your teenage years were completely different, different to mine. Completely. And we didn't have that. We had, we had the, the still the pressures of, you know, normal teenage stuff when you're at school, but we didn't have that extra element of social media. So I feel like these days, even with social media, there's pressure to go travel. There's pressure to do to to make money, buy a house. Mm-hmm. You need to like there's 21-year-olds buying houses. They've got a business. They've probably got a million bucks in the bank. Like, it's crazy. It's Mm. just so different now. So for me, I really enjoyed my teenage years because I was just – Way less pressure. That was one thing I was good at and I was just a kid for as long as I could be. Mm. And I decided to not take on too many responsibilities when I was that age. You were the opposite. You grew up really fast, Mm. which we can get into in a second. But for me, I just lived out the little responsibilities as possible and I just really – was so present and I I didn't look at myself and hate myself back then. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't hate myself now. That's yeah, harsh, but, but you're more, we're more critical. Yeah, I was just, I was in the moment more, out of my I head and in my heart. so much. And you know what? Well, because if anyone doesn't know, Ashton's 29 this year and I'm 24 this year, so we've got a bit of a gap. And I have never even thought about that for you, how much more present and like just, I guess, yeah, less critical you would have been because you wouldn't have had as much to compare yourself to back being a teenager without social media. The downfall to my teenage years, though, coming to think of it, was I worked a lot. Mm. So back then, social media didn't exist. So obviously, a lot of social media jobs didn't really exist. Mm. So, you know, in order to earn money back then, we yeah. did have to work nine to fives. I mm. did telemarketing for about a year and a half, mm. and which was hell. But you know, you ha- I had to do what I had to do to earn money. And was I living week to week? Yes. Was I saving money? Not really because I was making maybe 600, 700 bucks a week and yeah. I would go out every weekend mm. and I would spend my money on clothes. And But at the end of the day, I learned so much through those jobs. And like me as a person, you can probably agree, like not a lot quite ironic I'm saying this now but not a lot stresses me out I'm a pretty I'm a pretty like yeah easy going easy breezy breezy. things come up I don't I don't stress too much about things usually so you know I think through my jobs and like doing those shitty jobs built a lot of 
character for me. And I think I, it really has helped me be grateful for where I am now because, you know, I did have to be in a job nine to five working constantly. Yeah. You worked so many different like office jobs, retail, McDonald's, food, childcare, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? I can't relate. And I am extremely privileged in this way because I did start social media at a young age and I had the absolute privilege of being able to have a job online. I did work two other normal jobs in a cafe and a vintage store. But for you, you've gone through a transition as well from working nine to five jobs. Like a lot of people have to Mm -hmm. when they're younger and a lot of people still have to if they're not in social media world. Um, But how was it for you, I guess, working in those jobs and hating it and finding your way out of it? Like what was your advice to your younger self maybe when you were like hating doing all Mm. of that? Well, I remember that I was either always working one or two jobs minimum at a Mm -hmm. time. And I think when I was working the two jobs, say I'd work at McDonald's and then maybe a bar, I I remember that being like super stressful and I hated doing night shifts and stuff. So I remember going, okay, what's a job I can do that's nine to five during the week and I can have weekends off. So I started telemarketing because that was all that was really going, Mm. that would hire you at 18, 17 So many of my friends in Byron (laughs) work telemarketing jobs. That was what was going. (laughs) And to be honest- it is you it builds a strong backbone mm-hmm. because you get rejected off you get rejection after rejection after rejection like you are cold calling people <laughs> I don't know how you do that I yeah. could not <laughs> but like you're cold calling people ask basically trying to sell them something straight up it's like hi how are you i'm from australian solar you know i had you had a whole spiel and basically you were in competition it wasn't even like the pressure of selling it was the fact that there was a board with everyone tallying how many sales they made that day and like you were so embarrassed if you were at the bottom of that tally (laughs) so like luckily for me I put on my cute little sweet voice and I I actually was at the top yeah I was I was on top of that tally board a lot of the time and my boyfriend at the time worked with me and we were always at the top anyway (laughs) so proud (laughs) But we Tele, a telemarketing romance. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> but it was hard. I mean, the thing is, I didn't have any other choice. Well, I thought I didn't have any other choice at the time. It's like I didn't really know what I wanted to do career-wise. Um, I, I eventually applied for uni not long after and I started uni, but I just didn't – I was just drifting. I was a bit lost. It was that stage of my life where I'd just finished school. I didn't really want to – get into anything too serious yet. And I guess I just wanted to earn a bit of money. But as time went on, I realized that this is not a forever thing. And, you know, this, the, the, a few of the companies would get shut down because they were dodgy and I'd have to find another solar company to then telemarket for. But anyway, I think as time went on, I, I tried something. I didn't like it. I went on to the next thing and that was university. And I tried that and I loved elements of it, but I didn't I realized I didn't want to be a, a journalist. And then I eventually found what I'm doing now through just trying things mm. and not liking it and moving on to the next. And I think if you're feeling lost and you don't really know how to find your purpose or your passion, my number one tip is to just keep trying new things. Keep trying and you'll tick it off and mm. you'll figure out if you like it or not. And you might end up somewhere that you never, ever thought you yeah. would. Yeah, and I also feel like on the topic of that, 
university is not for everyone. Mm -mm. I remember growing up and like saying to my dad or like like family members would be like, so what what are you doing? Like, what do you want to be when you're older? And I was like, actress. Straight away, actress. <laughs> Always. And like, luckily for me, like I got into an acting school and I did that and I was thinking, I was gearing up for when I graduated acting school after doing a three-year diploma of theater and acting to then go do another three years in school. I was like, this is not for me. I cannot do this. Mm. I don't want to be in an institution being told what to do for another three years mm-hmm. of my life. No, thank you. And I... Yeah, a lot of my friends all went to uni and everyone has had a, um, what are they? A diploma? A degree. A degree. Fuck, I really, Jesus <laughs> diploma, Christ. I feel like that's American, That's more of an acting, it? like an acting diploma, I guess. Um, or TAFE. But it's, yeah, or TAFE. And I feel like it's very old school, I guess, now that you like have to have a degree or, so, or something. Like obviously for some jobs, I'm talking more in the creative fields. I don't think you necessarily need to, but... Um, I think you need to also realize that if you don't want to go to uni straight after school, you can start uni later. You can start uni whenever. My mom did a uni degree, a course or something when she was like in her 40s, you know? Mm, yeah. I would love to one day when I've got some free time go and do mm. a course in something. Like don't Chinese put that, medicine. Don't put that pressure on yourself. <laughs> I'd love to, to study Chinese herbal medicine. Yeah. My mom studied like nutritional health, yeah, thingy, love. bobbies, whatever. Um, thank you for Bobby's. But yeah, don't put that pressure on yourself to go and have to study straight away. If it's calling you and you get you craving more knowledge, craving those lectures, go do your thing, boob. I could not sit through lectures. Honestly, I've got two brain cells left after high school. I had a dream once and it was so real that I was back at uni and I woke up with sweats. Mm-mm. I was like, oh, I don't want to do assignments again and exams no. and all of this. Like it gives me anxiety. I just, my, my, and this is probably why my 17, 18, 19 era was iconic. I was free. Mm. That's when you're free. Why? Honestly, uni's psychotic to me that you literally get out of school and you go straight back into school. People who don't take a gap year, hats off to you. That's all I can say. I I have so much respect. Look, I really, people that do uni and like four-year courses, smarty pants, but My Cardi is not a smarty. I am street smarty. Cardi ain't smarty. No. and Actually try to be smarty, but she ain't. No, but <laughs> even if you go to uni and it's not for you, hats off to you for giving it a try. Um, there's we're no not, right we're or not, wrong. We're not not smart. We're just no, not, I'm, we're not super, we're not smart I'm in not one academic. Way. We're I'm, creative. I'm very creative and like I learn by just doing and yeah. failing and, um, but I have so much respect for anyone that goes and does that. But just what I'm trying to get at is, I used to beat myself up a lot about it when I was younger and was like, mm, I'm, I'm not, not smart, smart so I'm going to fail in life. And like, well, I never thought I was going to fail, doll. Oh. I knew. <laughs> Sorry, speak no. yourself. <laughs> no, as in like some people think like if I don't go to uni, I'm not going to make like yes, ever like, some, you know. Pe- people's have parents drill that into yeah. them. But you got to trust yourself. I think for me when I was younger, God bless her, she trusted herself that she'd be fine. But I definitely thought, oh, like should I be having a backbone? Grateful. I didn't yeah, they waste always my say time. you need to have a degree as a backup plan, even if you don't use it. It's always good to fall back on. I'm like, can we I'll re- fall back on many other things. Can we reflect on all the f- years we spent in maths class, all the years we spent in like stupid learning how to write? Actually, no, I loved English learning how to write a haiku. Have I ever written a haiku since school? What's no. a haiku? Oh. See, exactly. Maths though, I could I have to count on my fingers still. Like I haven't retained any knowledge. Times tables, what the crazy pie? The, like yeah, pie. pie. 
seven that's square That's actually pie cruelty. Cruelty what you've put me it's through. Like if someone's gonna you oh, I don't know. I've got a calculator, I've got Google for a reason. Like they need to change the curriculum. Honestly. <laughs> I think they do as well. I think it needs to be more based on what, real life, real life and what you want to do, like where your pa- like passions lie. Teach me. We didn't have home ec in, in my school. Why am I not being taught how to boil an egg? I still don't know how long you have to boil <laughs> it. You can just Google that. You don't <laughs> need to be taught that. But seriously, when I was living by myself in Byron, I had no idea how to cook. Like these are general things, but also taxes would have loved to well, have wait, learned that. Did you not have cooking No, classes? I didn't. I said I didn't home have ec. home ec. We did not have home ec. Oh, but you went to acting school. No, but... Even before that? No. We had home ec. No. No home ec. Oh, that's weird. Even guys, they had like drilling Soaring. class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how to build a house 101. <laughs> oh, it was more like how to build a bloody pencil case <laughs> in my <laughs> my school. What do you mean? What, with wood? Yes. I built a pencil case out of wood and a, and a blue a blue clear laminate lid that slid out. I built that. I didn't have any of that. Honestly, I would have hated anything too hands on. With the boys. I liked my art <laughs> classes though, but also no. yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Oh, golly, I my teenage years were interesting times. I mine's mine's a classic story. I was like rebellious, rebellious, bullied at moments. I went from being popular and then bullied, and then like went to an art school and like became just a wild child. I was always like a very rebellious teen, but in grade nine was hell. Grade nine was like toxic mean girl, eating disorder. People were suicidal. It was like hormones going crazy. Like mm. mental health became a real thing and everyone was just losing the fucking plot left, right and center. Tumblr? I Tumblr feel like phase. Was, a, was, yeah, it was, it was really intense. That was my era. Like I was in school when Tumblr was a thing. So you had anonymous forums, yeah. people telling you how much they fucking hated you. Like yeah. you went through just… <gasps> Ask FM. Ask FM was a thing. Oh. Um, and I was also really like overweight when I was in my teenage years. Mm. Like I was like a chubby girl. So Mm. I, from a young age, have always been very self-critical, always really judgmental on my body, on my appearance. I'm also a motherfucking Leo. So I just always was like, I want to be gorgeous. Like, you know. Um, So for me, yeah, schools, my whole teenage years have always been about kind of like being self-deprecating to myself. So my that's my like my first piece of advice to my young self would literally be, sweetheart, you are gonna blossom one day. I wish I could go back and stand with poor little carts in grade nine who was struggling with her weight and everyone's being mean. It was like, lucky you've got a nice face. And I would literally be like, eee. like that is like such a backhand comment. I just want to go stand with her and be like, you will figure this all out. And honestly, you have so much more to offer than what you look like. Mm. And you will grow out of this random phase that you're in. And that to honor yourself more than just like what your body is and also the validation from young boys, Mm. I think really fucked me up Mm. a lot when I was younger because – You had a few There was a lot of bad experiences. And a lot of people that I grew up around in Brisbane as well at private schools and stuff, like there was – the guys were disgusting. Yeah. So I think firstly I'd say to myself, like, don't stop being so self-critical on your body. And secondly – Place more value from your You don't need value from these guys. Validation, no. Like literally slap them in the fucking face if they're doing something inappropriate. Say no. 
don't be afraid to walk away from men in those situations. There were so many toxic, horrible situations. And report the motherfuckers that are doing the shit things because a lot of things back then, if I had have known now, are criminal offenses. Yeah. Criminal offenses. So I would say to young me, educate yourself on what what is correct conduct with men or Mm. women or sexual activities. Mm. And yeah, you don't need to, your your body and your like value is not determined by uh, how a guy sees you. Because that was for a lot of young girls that I knew. We placed all of our value on like, does this guy like me? Like who's giving me attention? Like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's all that's and that's obviously always gonna naturally come because you've hormones and they start to kick in. Yeah. And you start to get interested in uh-huh. boys and our bodies, we're exploring our bodies and whatnot. So that's naturally gonna come, but just try and remember to not place so much value mm-hmm. on their opinions. Because yeah. at the end of the day, those boys' brains are so underdeveloped oh, at that age. God. It's 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 Horror. Flintstones vibes. Yeah. You know, it's caveman vibes. And They're just thinking, I'm just thinking with my dick. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but I think that um, your body is a freaking temple. Mm. You do not need to give it away to just whoever comes along. Like honor and value that because I remember when I was younger, I just thought I didn't. I didn't because mm. myself, my, what's it? My, uh, self-worth? So my self-worth was so low because I just let the opinions of others batter me up yeah. so much. And I feel so like sad for young me that let that happen. Mm. Now I've got the best self-worth ever when it comes to men. Oh my God, I'm literally like uh, yeah, you're very good. fierce yeah. with that. But I had to learn and I did learn. So I would always say to anyone now, like, don't don't cry over silly boys. Because as you said, their brains are so underdeveloped. Like, they do not develop as quickly as us. And can I just say as well, if you, you know, you want to physically go back and wish you could stand there, something we've both done with our mm-hmm. psychologist, that is a handy tool if you do want to, I guess, uh, work on some you. inner child work, Healing. then you can do an exercise where you literally envision yourself being back in that moment and you envision yourself talking to your younger self Mm-hmm. And it's, I guess, a way to heal. Mm-hmm. And it's- you can do this in can if you find a kinesiologist can help you do. It's almost like a regression. Yeah. Um. And they help you. They say pick a memory that is like either really upsetting or triggering traumatic, for you or yeah. traumatic, and you like go and yeah sit with your younger self and you tell them what you wanted to hear. Like I've done it a few times now, and it's been so profound to like forgive and heal. Forgive. Yeah. Forgive yourself for. For those mistreatments or the the mm -hmm. trauma or the pain. And for not knowing better at the time. Yeah. 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 So that's that's Yeah, you can do that. God, that's got a bit bit heavy, but I mean, here we are. I think something that I look back on and, you know, I personally didn't feel this, but I know a lot of 19-year-olds or teenagers do, is a pressure to, once they get out of school, a pressure to just have their shit together, Mm. go straight into Mm -hmm. uni, start earning good money, you know, start being an adult. Mm. And while I think it's important to have goals and to have a a dream and career and And a good work ethic and a great work mm. ethic, I think you have to decide what you want for your life in this moment. And I think having a five-year plan is great, but if you feel like you, if your soul is going, I want to go travel for a year, Mm but my mom's really putting pressure on me mm, to go to uni mm-hmm. or like I feel like I should just do it because everyone else is. Like if you're feeling any sort of societal or family pressures, pressures to do something, I think you need to reevaluate and follow 
trust your intuition and follow your heart because at the end of the day, it's your life. You only have this small window mm-hmm. of like youthfulness. Mm. Like that's factual. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to get older and when you get older, with age comes responsibility. You're going to get married one day. You're going to have kids, a mortgage, all of that. And that's not to say life's over, but this part of your life is the so most incredible. free you will ever, no, not the most free you'll ever be, but there's just something so fucking exhilarating about it. Like I think back to my nine, me being 19. Oh, my best year. 17, 18, 19. 19 best is one of my favorite of my life. Too. But I think it's remembering like your life is your life. And I respect my mom so much for this because Same. she and both of our moms mm-hmm. were really lucky. They let us be us and they let us live out. They didn't implement what their goals and dreams were that they didn't fulfill. They really fostered us and allowed us to be who we are. And I saw with a lot of my friends, I used to have to try and, and my mom would also talk with them, mm-hmm. help them through it, being like, okay, well, this is what you maybe need to say to your parent. Like, I know, and because our parents just worry about us. They want us to be successful. They want so the best for They us. want the best for us. And of course, if, oh, I don't know how my mom honestly let me do half this shit that I do. I was off <laughs> the rails most of the time. But look, I ended up fine because I made my mistakes and I learned from it instead of when I'm now, like say like, turning 24. Imagine if I hadn't have learned half my mistakes back then. But um, I used to always say if my mom was getting rigid, I'd say, "You, I need you to trust me. Mm. I need you to let me make my mistakes. I love you. And like, I want us to have a good relationship and I want to be able to come to you if something's wrong. But normally if a parent was too strict on their kid or something, they, they would, would be rebel. rebel and they would end up in such a, sh- like, or they were sheltered in sheltered, a way. Sheltered. Yeah. So I think obviously we respect our parents and sending them love and light, even the strict annoying ones. But like, just remember this is your life. Yeah. So make it work. If the, if you want to go do something, please go fucking do it. And as well, like, like, you know, th- this isn't us saying don't listen to them at all and go do whatever the hell you want to a certain extent. Like obviously always hear them out, but just follow your instinct and do what you want. And, you know, our parents guided us. They yeah. said, this is our advice and our guidance, uh, mm. I'm going to leave you with it and you make the decision ultimately because oh, it's mom, your life. My mom was definitely on the fence about a lot of the things. Mm. Like I got up and left and moved to Byron Bay when I was 17, a week after I finished school. Yeah. Did she want me to do that? Probably not. Was it terrifying for her? Yeah, but I communicated with her and she trusted me and, you know, but in saying that, my upbringing was a bit different because I did grow up really fast, which is my next piece of advice to myself. Because I I started, you know, doing social media when it was really new and fresh in Australia, mm. at least, when YouTube became a thing here. And I was making videos when I was 15 and I was making money at a really young age. Mm. But I was working harder than I have ever worked in my life. I was uploading like three YouTube videos a week. I was hustling. Any spare moment I had in school, I was making content or working or doing stuff. Um, and the pressure I put on myself was immense. Like I, I was also in acting school. So I was already kind of working on my future in doing that. Mm. But I, yeah, I grew up really quickly. I like had to though. I had a lot of like personal life responsibilities, like with my parents and like stuff there, which I'm grateful for because I had a really good head on my shoulders, but I would probably go back to myself and just say like, there's like, I'm proud of you for putting in the work, but like, please stop beating yourself up. Like you've got time Mm. and everything happens when it needs to. And I used to like, hate this. My dad would literally like say to me, Cardi, 
stop growing up so fast. Like there's no rush. He'd literally say, you'll miss this time. Like there is no rush to be an adult. Mm -hmm. Like literally stop growing up so fast. Like, and I would hate him for it. I was like, you don't understand. Like I'm just working hard and like I'm just mature and blah, blah, blah. Now that I'm almost 24, I'm like, oh my God, I miss being 19. Yeah. I miss being 19. Prime days, prime time. It was like you could get away with murder. Like you could do whatever really and still be kind of okay. And you you had more freedom and not as much responsibility. You also don't know about the world as much. And yeah, so I would say to myself, just like balance being a kid more, like prioritize your yeah. inner child and being a kid more. And like, yeah. I think coming off of that is that at this time of your life, a lot of change is happening. Mm. So you are coming out of childhood or adolescence into adulthood. You're coming out of high school or schooling of 12 years into the real world. You're coming out of, you're going to go through changes with friendships, hormones, love, family, like everything. So I think the best thing to do, the best thing to do is to embrace that change and just know that change is good. Mm. You know, shifts need to happen in order to push you into the next stage of your life or the the next lesson. And you say this a lot, which is probably something that you've got on your list is people come into your life for a reason, reason, a season season. or a lifetime. Yeah. So just ride that wave and know that you're going to probably lose a lot of your high school school friends. friends. And it's normal and probably for the best. It's for the best. Like literally for For the best. best. You're not supposed to. And maybe you do. That's amazing if you stay with the friends that you had in high school. But like me and Brando still BFFs. There's a whole world out there with people that also this is advice for younger self. If you feel really misunderstood and you're like, no one in my town or my school and no one gets me. Like I was so like this for a while. You will find your people. The world is so much bigger than high school. Yeah, I used to cry to my mom being like, no one understands me. Like everyone is so like, I do not fit in here. And she would always just be like, you will meet your people and you'll meet your soul pod. Like there is, you you meet them out in the world when you're aligned doing what you love and what you're meant to be doing. So, and that's so exciting. So if you're in school and you're listening to this, like, and you feel that way, or even if you're not in school and and you feel like this, you will, you find your people when you're in the right, when you're aligned. Uh, when you're aligned with your purpose and 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 who you really want to be. And it's so exciting. I think more than ever anything, like really soak up your the first because that time of your life is like your first yes. sexual experiences, yeah. your first Festival. drinking, drugs, whatever it is you're fucking doing, yeah. like any naughties or like love or exploring love. adventure, your first failures, your first yeah. fall downs and get back ups again up again. <laughs> if, if I could wish one thing, uh, there's many things, but it would be to have some pill I could take so I could experience things for the first time again. I oh, this is why to. I make videos. This is honestly document everything. This is why I yeah. make, I loved making my YouTube videos because I just watch it back. I know, I but it's still not the same. It's like, it's like secondhand first time. Well, also a good piece of advice and something I'm really grateful I did do when I was younger was journal. Yeah. I've got all my journals from when I was like 16 onwards. And like, oh my God, they're hilarious. Probably even younger, to be honest. They're hilarious. But like so brilliant to read back. Yeah. Journal, take photos, take videos, mm-hmm. any sort of documentation to look back on and be like, wow, look how far I've come. And like, so cute. Look at mini me. Make your life a movie. I mean, do that now. But also when you're younger, just like, you're allowed to mess up. Like, I think the main thing is just stop being so harsh on yourself 
and just know you have time. I still have to tell myself that literally every day. My mom yells at me every day. (laughs) I think another great tip as well is something we've both done as well. Get out of your comfort zone and move mm-hmm. to a different city or a state or hell, country. We're about to hell. do it. Hell. Hell. Must I dare I say. But I think moving out of your comfort zone creates new experiences. Mm-hmm. You get to meet new people, different cultures. It's just expanding experience, like expanding life experiences is where you're going to learn and mm-hmm. grow. And mm-hmm. I think that's the most valuable thing doing something like that will offer you. Mm-hmm. So I think – it, it's a huge move. It's mm. a huge decision to make, but you've done it many times. I was just called to, yeah, when I was young, like to get out of Brisbane. I knew I had to like trust my instincts to be like, this city is toxic for you. And also I just had so many terrible experiences. energetic experiences and trauma in that place. So I just knew I had to get out and it was terrifying being alone for the first time in the world. And it was scary, but I learned so much and I'm so grateful I did that for sure. But also know that it's always going to be there. You can always go Go back home. home. If you don't like that city, try a new one or if not, go back home. At least you gave it a go and at least you know, okay, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to, you know, settle down or park up for a while. And I just think that's very important when you're young because I think the more that you figure out what you don't and do like when you're younger will be super helpful to leading you to where Mm. you end up when you're older. Mm -hmm. So my parting words to little young 16, 17, 18 or 19-year-old Cardi. Teenage girl. Be nice to yourself, please. Yeah, I think overall listen to your heart, follow your intuition, be aware still, have your wits about you. And one other thing actually, you can't change him slash her, slash them. You can't change them. Mm. You think you just do not waste that energy on trying to change someone. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. have ha- And for me, it's just about with, I think with guys and dating, just have self-worth and self-respect and report if need report. be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that, in all seriousness. I think when you're younger, you let a lot of shit slide. That's probably not good. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it's really important to empower yourself and also actually reach out for help if you need help. Don't be ashamed if you're going through mental health struggles. Obviously, we always talk about that. But if you're really struggling, because it's a fucking hard time. Navigating your youth. Navigating your youth. Don't be afraid to reach out if you need a therapist or you need someone to lean on or extra help because… Life coach. School and teenage years are so hard. Really traumatizing. And traumatizing. And just know that… It's all going to get better. Yeah. And then you'll have your 20s to deal with, darling, and then we'll help you navigate that too because I'm trying to figure that one out as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. I'm all actually at the end of my 20s, so I could probably make it. And few I'm pointers, really but. entering the void with it. I'm entering yeah. the deep, no, dark no, no. depths. Not until you pass 25. You're still in the good part of the 20s. <laughs> Not the good part, but you're still in the you're still in the, the baby part. Oh, it's a bit of a grey zone, I'll tell well, you that much. <laughs> Wait till you get older, doll. Loving it though. Loving every second. Yeah. Loving life. Love, live, laugh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Hope you can take a little grain of salt from that. Yeah. Because we know that we, this is applying to us right now as well. This is a nice reminder. I always say to anyone when I give them advice, I said, don't worry. Anything I'm telling you, I'm telling myself, I really wholeheartedly (laughs) mean that. (laughs) Yeah. There's no expiry date on these advice Tips. tips. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to 
do all the things. Tune in on our Instagram. We all, we're always chatting over there. Leave us a review. You know, go on, be cheeky. Only nice things. <laughs> no, like, yeah, good cheeky, good cheeky. Good cheeky things. <laughs> Compliments only. Just stroke our egos to the chef. Okay, love you. Uh, anyways, bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you next week. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.